0: You're listening to the 12-2 Leadership Podcast, 12 minutes, two takeaways, empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. What's up, friends? Welcome back to 12-2, where we empower you to pursue excellence in all you do. I am today's host, Josh Melton, and we are going to talk about something I love to talk about, and that is how to do less better we're in a world where there's just a ridiculous amount of information coming our way like all the time right like most of us are overwhelmed with things like all the responsibilities we have all of the just data and input that's coming in all the noise that's out there think about this we have 24 7 everything now i'm old enough at 42 to still remember Falling asleep on the couch as a kid and waking up to the national anthem being played at like two in the morning in the tv station which is going off the air which doesn't happen anymore so we're all overwhelmed with so much with more 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 everything we constant need for more constant again just loudness it's just we got a lot of stuff going on so if i say you could do less better have a better life by doing less i hope that you'd be uh, believing, hope, hoping for something with that. I know most you. are like, oh, man, I got all these things to do. I have to do them. But there is a secret to having a better life. And it's actually doing less, regardless of what the world says in regards to that. So let's talk about it. One of my favorite bands is the band Need to Breathe. And I can remember going to one of their concerts. And so here they are. It's a rock concert, right? So there's like all the craziness of a rock concert. So you got the You know, the electric guitar, you got the full huge drum kit. They're switching out guitars all the time. You got the bass player, the acoustic, the electric, all the stuff that's going on. There's like pyrotechnics going on. There are, you know, big screens and there's lights and there's strobe lights. And there's just like this huge, gigantic production going on at this rock concert. And near the end of the concert, there's this awesome moment where they like said, hey, y'all, if y'all could keep it down for just a second. Like they, you know, quieting down the crowd like, hey, shh. And what you see happen is you see the drummer gets up from behind the huge drum kit, and he grabs one little drum, puts the drum sticks down. He grabs one little drum, he takes it up, and he sets it on the very front of the stage. And he puts like a little stool behind it. The guy with the bass guitar just puts his bass guitar down, and he grabs a little shaker, one of his little eggs thing. You don't say it. Brings it up to the front of the stage. The lead singer puts his electric guitar down. He gets his acoustic guitar. He has grabs his microphone. He moves it out of the way. The electro, electric electric guitars, lead guitars. puts down his electric. He grabs an acoustic. He walks up. They unplug all of it and they remove the microphones, everything, and they go shh. And so the whole crowd's going shh. And so you have this, you know, arena with thousands of people at a rock concert. It's just being crazy loud. You know what I'm saying? It's been ridiculous with all the stuff in the screens, and it just all goes dark. And so you could just barely see like kind of the the, the lights that light up the. the The uh, where the stairs are for you to walk out, right? I can't make it completely dark. The fire marshal would get them. Everything goes dark and everything goes quiet, and then one single spotlight lands on the stage, with it just just with the band standing there, and without a microphone in an arena, the thousands of people, they go one, two, three, four, and they start strumming the guitars, and they start shaking the egg, and there's a little bit of a drum beat going. And the lead singer starts singing with no microphone, just his voice to a room of thousands of people. And I'm telling you, it was a phenomenal experience. It was so moving emotionally. And it was so, just everybody's just like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely amazing. And they started doing that with all of their shows. And I loved it because they took all of the extra stuff, all of the, you know, all the different layers of everything, the big screen going on and all that stuff. They just turned it all off. And they're like, we're gonna get down to like the essential for this song and we're gonna go perform the song the so probably the way they wrote it, you know, they're probably sitting in a in a basement or in a garage or in a dorm room or something like that, and they're, they're strumming together the song. And it was a, such a magical moment. And I remember that moment from the concert, but I don't remember any of the other songs where all the craziness was going on. Because what they chose to do is they chose to minimize all the distractions and the focus on just they they made you lean in and just on the the least amount of effort they could give to put the song out. And again, years later, since probably 10 years ago, I'm telling you about it. You can go find them doing this often on YouTube because they continue to do it later on. But here's what they did they did less and they created a better experience, a meaningful, moving experience. Now, in our lives, again, we have all this stuff of more, 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 more. more. So we're going to talk about what I call the circle of significance. And this is 100% me stealing. From Craig Rochelle. He does this so much better. He's got a talk, we'll link it in the show notes for this called The Four Tiers of Efficiency. But when you look at your life and you see all the things that, I mean, look at your calendar, you look at all the activities that you have, think about for yourself like, where do you find yourself spending your time? Where do you find yourself dedicating your attention or your energy to it? What are the things that you're living, you know, giving your time to? We're gonna have two takeaways today that are gonna be meaningful for us, but let's talk about the circle of significance. We're gonna start with the outer layer, there's four layers to this. And so the outside layer is the surface level stuff. This is the stuff that maybe you dedicate some time to. Maybe this is, you know, something that is getting kind of in, it's input coming into your head or coming into your life. But honestly, it's all surface level stuff. It's all externally, you know, uh, initiated. It's 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 not really even important. It's just some surface stuff that's going on in your life. Maybe it's a newsletter you get that you can't, you, you read every now and then, or just, or just clogs up your inbox. It's just something that maybe you signed up for once upon a lifetime to get, you know, to get a, to get a coupon. Or maybe it was something you had a five second interest in and you signed in, but it's still coming in your life. It's externally initiated. Somebody else is typically, you know, there's a, there's a beep that we look at. There's an email that comes in. It's not something that you're sitting down thinking about personally, like with intention, checking these things out in your life. This is just stuff that comes about. That's the fourth, layer of the circle that's the surface level things in our lives the third level this is things that are they're they're meaningful to you but they're not vital to you like you could get these things could be removed and you know it's like ah you know that had that, that some meaning to it i enjoyed that but like my life will be just fine without it that's level three we'll go through some examples of this too i'll give you one here's one for me um when i grew up i loved growing up as a kid in georgia uh, it was the you know the Atlanta Braves were really good, and Herschel Walker was an athlete. He was playing in the NFL at that time. He'd been this phenomenal athlete at the University of Georgia. I fell in love with like sports trading cards, and for a time of my life, they felt like they were really you know, they felt like they're the most important thing. But it was something that was that was meaningful. And now I still got in the back of my, in our warehouse here, I still got a bunch of those baseball cards because they were meaningful, but man, they're not vital. I I don't look up those baseball cards or those football cards now, and we could totally get rid of them and it wouldn't be a big deal, right? But they had meaning for me at the time, but they're not, there was no vitality to it, right? It's not, they're not life-giving and they're not, they're not critical for me to have to succeed in life. Level two, this is stuff that's actually like, this is closer to the heart. These are things that you're doing that are, hey, they're actually very important, these are strategic things that are in your life that help you maybe advance the way that you want to advance. So uh, we'll, we'll go through some examples of those in just a second. And there's the, the inner circle, the core, which is the mission critical stuff. This is absolutely essential to you being able to live a life of purpose. You've got to have these things in your life. So the thing we want to focus on first in our lives, if we want to live a life of significance and excellence, which is what we're at 12 two, 4, right, is not Layer, layer four. It's not the surface stuff. It's not layer three. It's not the meaningful but vital stuff. We want to be able to focus on the mission critical first, but oftentimes, friends, we don't because we have so much noise coming in from, the other, from three and four, things that are just clogging up our inbox, that are just clogging up your mind, that don't really make a big difference. So I'm going to tell you for me, this is as I walk through the circle of significance for me in these different layers, uh, some things that recently I've applied to my life that made a difference. So a week ago, I made a decision for the rest of January. I would not participate in Facebook or Instagram and also ESP. I would not look at ESPN.com. I blocked it on my phone or, or, uh, or, or uh, any news websites. So Fox news, CNN, whatever it is that you look on, I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not going to look at ESPN on my phone or on the computer. I am not going to look at Facebook and I'm not going to look at Instagram friends. These are externally initiated, low-priority things. They're, layer, they're layer, layer four. They're the fourth layer. They're not even insignificant. And I'm just got to tell you, I've got so much mental clarity in the last week and so much more time to dedicate to things that are important from, from removing that. But that's, that's layer four stuff. It wasn't even important, but I can now removing some of it, removing that layer for just those four things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's a lot of mental freedom. I have a lot better ability to focus because I'm not picking up my phone all the time because I've limited what I could do with it. Three, meaningful, but not vital. This very meaningful. I recently made a decision to leave the stronger business platform. I love doing stronger business. My good buddy Chad Brown. I mean, we we poured so much into it and Chad's still pouring so much into it, but I realized for me, like this is really meaningful, but it's not vital for me living out my purpose and mission. Now, something for me that's very, very important and is strategic is I recently started coaching my kids' soccer team. I started I'm starting with my wife, Kim, a uh, middle school boys soccer program at Bethlehem Christian Academy. But for me, guys, this is like mission. It's, it's not mission critical, but it's very important strategic because I believe that I can speak into the lives of these young men and that they will be, I had great, uh, I reaped a great harvest in my life from the seeds that were planted with coaches I had as a kid. And so I look and say, oh, from a strategic standpoint, from what Josh Belton's gifts and skills and abilities are, I can coach the soccer team. And I know that I'll plant seeds that'll reap a harvest 25, 30 years later in, some, in, the, in the lives of some of, these, of some of these kids. But I cannot have. I can also not coach that soccer team. It's not absolutely mission critical to me. What is mission critical for Josh Melton? Well, my relationship with my creator, right? Like we should probably make that something that is the most important thing in our life. My relationship with my wife and my relationship with my kids. So, right, so, hey, my relationship with the father, my, my relationship with my, with my father, with my family, right? With my wife, with my kids, and then as a father. And then also my close friendships. I need to invest in the relationships that are close to me. That's mission critical. And I need to communicate the truth that God has called me to communicate. That's mission critical. Strategic is how I choose to do that. If I do it on social media, that's great. If I do it in a podcast, that's great. That's That might be something that's strategic in how I'm living out my mission, but it's not necessarily the mission Itself, And then meaningful but not vital. Hey, I can change some things around. I can go guest on somebody else's podcast and go speak at an event. Yeah, that's meaningful to me. I enjoy it. I like it. I feel like I can make a difference, but it's not vital to success in my life. And again, then trying to shave off as much of the externally initiated low priority items as I can so I can focus on what God has called me to do. So here are the two takeaways, my friends. Two takeaways. This one is a statement. I hope that you will remember it. this quote and that you'll say it to yourself on an consistent basis. My attention is valuable. My time is limited. Where can I invest it that will return the most meaning? My attention is valuable. My time is limited. Where can I invest it that will return the most meaning? Ask yourself that question so that you can focus on what it is that you're supposed to do. For me, it's, I'm called to communicate God's truth to people. So I gotta focus on how can I do that more? Because our time is finite. Your attention is finite. And I've and I've gotten more back by reducing those other two things or those other things I mentioned. Takeaway number two what layer three and four level activities, so the meaningful but not vital and the externally initiated low priority, which of those activities, those level activities, do you need to cut out or just cut back in order for you to focus on what is critical to you living out your purpose? So takeaway one, my attention is valuable, my time is limited, where can I invest it that will return the most meaning? And takeaway number two, what layer three or four level activities that you need to cut out or cut back in order to focus on what is critical to you living out your purpose. My friends, 12-2 is all about empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. I know if you do these things, if you go through and cut out some layer four, and layer three activities and rededicate that time, energy, and attention into level one and two, you, my friend, will live a life that is excellent. Y'all have a great day.